0: Welcome to the Dropping the Last 5 Pounds podcast. My name is Magali, I'm your coach, and I'm going to give you all the tips and tricks on how to lose weight, what diets really work, and what it actually takes to get results. Because you, my friend, are not here to waste any more time. I'm going to give you the facts, I'm going to debunk the BS, and I'm going to motivate you and kick your ass into action. Ready to live your healthiest and happiest life? Let's do this. What's up, what's up, people? Welcome back to another episode of Dropping the Last 5 Pounds podcast. Here, your host, Coach Magali. Thanks, as always, for being here, for tuning in, and I hope that you get value out of today's episode. And in that episode today, the topic is going to be how to fix your relationship with food and get rid of food guilt forever. But here is the thing that I want to specify in this whole thing, and still get results why can't we have both? You absolutely can. And it starts with reframing the way that you see food, the way that you approach it. And I hope that in today's episode, I give you a little bit of insight into how I did it and how I implement it with my clients as well. So let's get into it. So the first thing that I want to discuss when it comes to how to fix your relationship with food and not have food guilt or food anxiety or all these negative things associated with food is to understand what calories were to truly understand that and then how they work in the body because when you have the facts when you have the actual scientific process of how food is digested you can then understand what food really means, right? So I'm sure you've heard of the term calories. And for a lot of you, this may instill some anxiety, some fear. You don't like looking at the calories. You don't like to know how many calories it is. You avoid it because you don't want to know how many there are in the food that you're eating. But calories are literally just a unit of measurement. It's just measuring energy. And when you think about it that way, it's like calories are giving me energy. Calories are necessary for me to survive. Calories are necessary and they provide the energy so that I can build the muscle that I want, so that I can build my strength up, so that I can build the body and the life in terms of fitness that I want. In fact, I would actually argue that calories give you energy to do everything because if you don't eat, (laughs) we're pretty useless, right? I know I am. So once you understand that calories are just energy, And they're not this negative thing to be afraid of. And they're not this scary, they cause, they just make you gain weight kind of thing mentality around them. It's a lot more easy to approach food. Because here's the real, real ass fucking truth, you guys. This is very controversial and it's taken out of context. But this is the truth proven by scientific studies again and again. 100 calories of broccoli produces the same amount of energy as 100 calories of donuts. 100 calories of avocados creates the same energy as 100 calories of burgers. So forth and so on. Your body does not treat quote-unquote junk food calories any differently than it does for healthy calories. And what I mean by that is the actual rate Of fat loss that you can expect to see is going to be the same no matter whether you're eating 1500 calories all from junk food or 1500 calories all from healthy food. Now before you get confused and think what the hell is this girl talking about, I'm not talking about health. I'm not talking about feeling good. I'm not talking about all of those other things which are important. Yes, they are not to be ignored and I'll get into how to deal with that process but At the end of the day, if you need to be eating 1,500 calories to lose fat and that is a calorie deficit that is appropriate for you and you decide to eat all junk food or you decide to eat all good foods and nutrient-dense foods, you're going to still lose weight in both of those scenarios. Now, do I recommend a diet full of junk food? Do I recommend you go out and eat 10 Big Macs a day and order in and out daily? No, obviously not. Because health isn't just about fat loss. Health isn't just about losing weight. Health isn't just about the scale going down. It's about how healthy you feel, your energy levels, how you're sleeping, your results from your blood tests at the doctor's. I mean, there are so many different things that make a person truly healthy. It's not just about being lean. It's not just about being a smaller size. But I know for a fact that, yes, you care about health. Yes, you care about feeling good. And you care about all this stuff about not not just necessarily the weight. But you want to lose weight, right? You want to lose body fat. And at the end of the day, the most important thing to consider is calories. And if you're in a calorie deficit, you're in a calorie deficit. It doesn't matter where those calories are coming from. Now, to be able to stick to that calorie deficit and be able to feel healthy and have energy and all of the things, you, of course, want to have mostly nutrient-dense foods, vegetables, lean proteins, Greek yogurts, all of those things. And anyone who suggests that you don't need those things, that you just need to focus on calories, they're not giving you the whole story. But the reality is the main important thing the most important component of weight loss is to be in a calorie deficit and it does not matter where those calories come from that is point blank so when you look at it that way in terms of how you feel about food and your relationship with it when you know that fact it's like if you have a 200 calorie ice cream pint you know it's not going to ruin your progress because you're still in your calorie deficit you're still within your calories it's not going to ruin anything And now you're liberated to make choices like I met my protein for the day. I met my calorie goal for the day. I just have 200 calories left. I can have this bowl of ice cream and I am perfectly fine. I am still going to see results and it is not going to jeopardize my journey in any way. In fact, I would even argue that having those fun foods, the foods that you enjoy, the foods that are typically quote unquote off limits, which I don't believe that will allow you to stick to your diet longer. And the most important thing besides being in a calorie deficit is being able to stay in that calorie deficit for a long period of time. Time to give your body to lose the weight. So if you're not, if you're restricting, restricting, and you're not giving yourself any treats, any good foods, you're not going to be able to stick to your diet very long, long enough to see any results. You're going to fail over and over and over. That's what happens, unfortunately, way too often. So the first thing to tie it all back together is, learning that calories are just energy and a calorie is a calorie no matter where it comes from. And yes, make the choices that make you feel the best and make your health feel the best, but don't be afraid to enjoy yourself because at the end of the day, numbers are numbers and numbers don't lie. So the data is on your side. That's the first thing you should know about when it comes to calories. They're all the same. The second thing is to truly understand that there is no such thing as a Absolute good food and an absolute bad food. Because the thing is, every situation, every food that we're talking about, every dietary choice needs to come with context. It needs to have some background to it. So if we just isolate broccoli and we just isolate pizza, neither of them have a good or bad. Reputation? Well, they do, but they shouldn't because we don't know what the broccoli, we don't know the context behind it. We don't know the context behind pizza. And let me explain what I'm talking about. So if someone has been struggling for years with food anxiety, food guilt, and has been strict clean eating for years and has a tough time enjoying themselves, would a plate of broccoli be a better choice in a certain situation? Or would maybe having a slice of pizza and allowing that person to relax and to have fun Wouldn't that be a better choice to help alleviate that anxiety? Because living with anxiety with the things you eat, that's not a healthy way to live. That's not health. That's not good. No matter how many trainers want you to believe that, that. Oh, you just have to have discipline. No, motherfucker. I want to enjoy my fucking food. No. And for someone who has been only eating pizza twenty four seven, orders Uber Eats every night, not the healthiest thing, as gaining weight is not happy with their body, wants to change things around, maybe having a bowl of broccoli would be a good idea. But you can't just simply say that X food is good, X food is bad. Because it always is going to depend on the situation. So like I mentioned before the same foods can be used in different things and might mean different things depending on the person and their goals. Also, for example, someone who's trying to gain muscle and gain weight, do you think eating a ton of broccoli every day is going to help them achieve that goal when it's, there's a ton of fiber, a ton of volume, they're going to be full really long? Having that much broccoli to meet the calorie needs that they need to be eating is going to cause GI issues. You're going to be super gassy, bloated. I mean, it's not going to be good. So instead of having a bowl of broccoli, for dinner maybe having a bowl of pasta with some chicken on the side or something but you can't just say like oh you have to have this food or you have to have that food and you don't have this food don't avoid that at all cost because you don't know the context. So by understanding that, now you can think of the situations in your life where you're not sure of what the best choice is. It's like what aligns with my goals right now? What aligns with what I want and how I want to feel? Is it I want to be strict with myself because I know that I haven't been on track the past few days, so then I need to have that bowl of broccoli? Or Have I been super strict, way too strict, not allowing myself to have any enjoyment? I have been suffering severe anxiety. I can't go out to eat with family. I keep saying no to birthday dinners and gatherings because I'm so afraid to mess things up. Having a pizza is probably a really good thing. And it's a great step in the right direction towards removing that anxiety and being like one slice of pizza or two or three, a box maybe sometimes is not enough to completely derail you and it is not enough to completely ruin everything for you. So the second thing that, like I said, helped me with that was just realizing that food is neutral. Food is not good or bad. It is, is not inherently evil. It's not inherently good. It's all going to depend on what my goals are, how I want to feel, what choice do I want to make and go from there. So I no longer see as ice cream as bad. I don't see vegetables as good. I just see have more of and have less of. There's a really great diagram from the Precision Nutrition team that shows how you should look at food instead of having like an all or nothing like black and white, do it or don't do it the food actually exists on a continuum, meaning that you want to eat more of X amount of foods, eat sometimes X amount of foods, and eat less of X amount of foods. That way it's more like, okay, obviously we want to have more vegetables, more protein, more things like that, and less of the highly processed, lots of calories, lots of sugar foods, but it's not like a no and a yes. It's a yes sometimes, no sometimes, not often, that way. And that's a way better approach to, to food because you're not always going to be in a situation where you have control over every single thing that's on the table. You might have to go to a birthday dinner or want to go to a birthday dinner and you may want to enjoy a good piece of food every now and then. So by completely eliminating everything from your diet that you think is bad, it's going to be a really hard and miserable journey and it's not going to be fun. It's going to further enforce that food is good and bad and that you're going to have you're always going to have to sacrifice and it's going to always have to suck and it doesn't have to be that way. So understanding food is neutral. It doesn't have an inherent value. It's good and bad depending on what you're talking about and who you're talking about and what the situation is. So there is no list that exists or ever will exist of foods that are good and bad for every single human being on the planet. The next thing that helps me heal my relationship with food is understanding that to build strength, to get strong, to build muscles, to grow the booty, to grow the shoulders, whatever body part that I found myself wanting to improve and just look better and and, and perform better, that requires energy. That requires energy to build and to happen. And by viewing calories as almost this pathway for me to get that energy so that I can go and crush it in the gym, so that I can have the energy to recover, so that I can recover and go back again and do it again and repeat and build the body that I want. Calories gave me energy. Food was giving me energy. Food was allowing my body to do its thing and build this wonderful machine that I can be proud of, not just for the looks, not just to look a certain way, but for me to feel proud of myself or for me to feel strong and capable and confident food was providing me the building blocks to work on those dreams of mine and to make them a reality and to become as strong as I've become and by looking at food as a source of fuel and that sometimes you can choose different types of fuel and it's going to depend on the day and what you're training and how you're feeling and all these different things it's almost like of course I want to eat of course I want to have food now obviously I'm talking about the moderate amount of calories that someone needs to you know maintain whatever goals that they have like if you want to lose weight you have to be eating less if you want to maintain you maintain if you want to build and you know gain muscle and gain weight then you have to eat more it's just principles of physics but what i'm talking about is even if you're trying to lose weight even if you're trying to cut body fat you don't have to come at it from a point of a of, of perspective that thinks of food as something bad and you need to cut out and you need to eliminate and you need to reduce and you need to starve it's more, I'm going to choose the right foods for me to assist my goals, but also fuel me in the best way possible. So like I said, to lose weight, you must be eating less calories and you're burning. You need to be in a calorie deficit. But what are the foods that I can eat in that process and enjoy myself and feel fulfilled and feel happy, satisfied, and not feel like I'm constantly miserable, constantly trying to fight against an uphill battle that I don't, don't see myself winning. And once you see food as fuel and just the pathway to the goals and the body that you want, it doesn't have this fear around it anymore. It doesn't have this, oh my god, food is scary, calories are scary, I want to avoid them at all costs. It's more so, this is my ticket to all the goals that I want and to achieve them. So, understand that no matter what your goal is no matter what you're trying to do whether it's lose weight maintain or gain weight that calories and food are giving you the energy to do that and you do deserve to feel good on your diet you do deserve to eat good foods whether it's the quote-unquote treat yourself foods or the foods that you want to eat most of the time you know like the proteins veggies and all those things but food is fuel it allows for your body to do wonderful things it is not something to be afraid of The next thing that I want to talk about with how I helped reduce my food anxiety and fix my relationship with food for good was not restricting myself. And this is really scary to do to allow yourself to have all the foods that you want. Now, keep in mind, I'm not saying however much of it you want (laughs) because that's where things get tricky, right? But you can have any food that you want because calories are calories no food is inherently bad or good it depends on the situation and just because of health and living a balanced lifestyle you need to be having these foods and when you stop restricting when you stop thinking of food as something you need to avoid or cut out constantly you almost lose the fantasy of these foods, we have so much anxiety and food guilt because we attach this incredibly strange and weird, like, oh, if I eat this, I'm a bad person. Oh, if I eat this, I'm a great person. And it's two extremes that you either go one way or the other. And you got to think of it like we're big, giant children, right? We're running around throwing tantrums all day. We are big children. And when you deny something to a child, when you try to restrict it, when you try to constantly reject them and say no and no 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 that child is gonna want to do or have that thing way more than if you just let them have it like kids get bored of shit really easily because they become disillusioned they can become bored and when you allow yourself to have these foods It's like that used toy that you know is there, you can pull out any time, but you don't really want to play with that one. You want to play with these. And that's how food works. I promise you, it sounds really crazy because people think, like, I can't possibly allow myself. I have no self-control. I can't control myself. I just can't. And yes, there is some restraint that needs to happen because at the end of the day, we will eat as much as we want, right? But I'm talking more the mentality, like... If you know that a certain food or all foods are always available to you all the time if you want it and you give it to yourself when you want to, when you're craving those things in moderate amounts, then you lose that craving, that intense, like uncontrollable craving and you start to shift into control because cravings will always happen. You'll always want something that you may not necessarily need to be having at that moment because it won't support your goals or you don't want it, whatever, but I can't remember the last time I felt like thirsty for a food. Like I haven't felt that in years because I give myself whatever I want. Now, I don't I the funny thing is I rarely eat these foods anymore because there are a lot of calories are hard to control, they don't keep me full for long and I really only incorporate them more so when I'm trying to gain muscle and fit a lot of calories, I need those calories that don't keep me full more. But when I'm trying to maintain or, you know, lose weight, I typically shift towards the vegetables and the lean protein and the yogurts more easily because I know that at any point I can go to the store and pick a candy bar if I want and eat it. But I don't want it because I know that I can have it all the time. So it's not this, like, ah, you know, fantasy in my head anymore. It's just a candy bar, it's whatever. It's, it's nothing to me. It, it doesn't phase me anymore. And that's a beautiful place to be because now you are in control and your cravings don't own you. You know that feeling of, oh, I couldn't control myself. Oh, the ice cream called my name and all this and that. Like, I'm not saying don't have these things because you can. That's the whole beauty of this. But you don't feel that in- intense, uncontrollable desire for it that makes you feel like shit afterwards. You don't feel that anymore. So basically, my whole point with this is don't cut foods out for no reason unless you have an allergy or you really need to stop eating something but if it's just like oh I just want to lose weight so I'm gonna cut out everything I enjoy think of it more like I'm gonna let myself have some every once in a while if I'm craving it I'm gonna have a little piece if I'm craving it I'm gonna have um one slice and if you feel like that's too tempting then just buy that one candy don't buy the pack if you want pizza can't have a slice and either give it away or don't be afraid sometimes to throw food away Don't force it down your throat and eat it just to not throw it away. Sometimes we need to do that, and that's okay. Obviously, careful with what you buy. Don't do this often. But every now and then, if you have to throw it away because that means that you're going to save yourself the, the stress of eating something you know you don't want to be eating, then throw it out. But once you give yourself that permission to enjoy the foods that you like and to give yourself the treats every now and then in moderation and not restrict yourself and not feel any of those things it's almost like you just start to crave them a little less and this this process takes time of course when you first allow yourself to have these things you might go a little overboard because you're excited it's like giving a kid that toy he's going to play with it for hours and hours and hours but then eventually he gets bored he gets tired he wants to go to something else and that's going to happen to you and the result is going to be way more control way more relaxing way more peace And just an inner confidence in yourself that you can do this, cravings don't control you, and food does not control you. And that leads me to the last point, is shifting from a mentality that food controls me, my cravings control me, everything else controls me, my stress controls me, my overwhelm, and think I am in control. I control what I eat. I control my cravings. I control what foods I put on my plate. And when you have this level of confidence and feelings of empowerment with yourself, you tend to make better decisions because you understand that the, res- there's the responsibility and the accountability falls on you and it's a good thing. You feel empowered to be like, what's the choice that's going to make me the most proud today? What's the choice that's going to assist me in my goals the most today? What choice between these three or four whatever is going to make me feel the happiest at the end of the day. And again, sometimes that might be the broccoli. Sometimes that might be the pizza. Sometimes it's both. Sometimes it's neither. And you want something completely different altogether. But the point is, you are in control. You are the decision maker. No one's in the driver's seat except you. And when you are coming from a place like that, you just tend to have a better attitude towards things. And ultimately, you make better decisions. When you make better decisions, you get better results slowly work on changing your mindset from being the victim from being controlled by everything and just to be clear i understand that there's situations where there are disordered eating habits there's disordered mental illnesses and different things that may not necessarily make it easy to be out of that mindset and it might be a little more difficult you might need professional help but try in your own capacity whatever that means to you to shift more to a I am in control. I am accountable. I am responsible mindset versus everything around me controls me as much as you possibly can. And even if you do that 1% better tomorrow, that's going to be 1% better results. And if you can do 10, 20% better, that's 10 to 20% better results. So do it to the level that you can and are capable of. But I promise you, once you're in that mindset and moving towards that, you are much more empowered, you feel better, you're more in control, you can have the foods that, you know, are good and are a treat much more easily and with guilt, without guilt, I mean, and you just tend to make the best decisions for you, your health, and your goals much easier. And just overall, a sense of peace and happiness washes over you. And it's a constant feeling because you know that no matter what, you and only you have the control so basically fixing our relationship with food comes from the way that we think of it how we approach it and what we think it does to us and this is why it's so important to really pay attention to where you're getting your information from because what's very common in today's day and age and i think has always been but it's more prevalent now because of social media and the internet and everyone's speaking their mind and everyone all of a sudden an expert is that people take studies and the the scientific data out of context and spin it and do all kinds of crazy shit in their mind to justify a completely different claim than what the study was even talking about. Just to push their agenda, just to push their message, just to push their book or their supplement line or whatever. But... The reality is the data continues to support this over and over again that a good diet is just balanced. It's about incorporating all the good things but also sprinkling a little bit of the quote-unquote bad things which are not bad like we just discussed and feeling in control of your diet and feeling empowered and feeling just I'm the one that's driving the car here. Not every, not anyone else, not anything else, me. And when you're from coming from that place, weight loss and, and achieving your fitness goals are not easy But they're just more doable. They're not as stressful and scary and frustrating and confusing. So this is just a little bit of what helped me switch things around in my mind. Now I power lift. I'm lifting tons of weight. I eat all the foods that I want. I've maintained a relatively healthy weight. And I feel good. I feel good. I feel in control. And like I told you earlier, I haven't felt that intense desire and cravings for anything in a long, long time in a long time and that feels really really good to say and I hope that for every single one of you so I hope you enjoyed the episode I hope you found some valuable tips and tricks and just mindsets to adopt and to put into your own life and see how you can make it work for you feeling in control of your diet is probably one of the best feelings in the world um, just because it's such a big part of our life and weight loss and health is such a big part of our life as well that it's just a good feeling to feel that you're, you're calling the shots and you're the one behind the control and everything's in your court. So yeah, that's my hope with this episode. I hope that you found that and I hope that you leave here with really, really valuable information. So with that being said, thanks again for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. If you are enjoying the show or liked this episode, please do not forget to leave your comments and thoughts on feedback on the iTunes rating section. Leave me what you like, what you want to see more of, what you think, all of those good things. So, please do that for me. I would greatly appreciate it and it really does help get this podcast out there to more and more people, which is my mission to help as many people as are willing to listen. So, thanks again for listening, you guys. I appreciate you so much. Hope it was helpful and I will catch you guys in the next episode. Take care, everybody.